now? Because we're two and minutes late. That's on and time. I just and I just started. I didn't even give us a countdown because why? What? Who cares? Welcome to the. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> live, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. We are live here on September third, twenty twenty three. You're listening to the show live. You should. If you're not, you can record it. We we're going to record it and post it later. You can listen then. But if you are actually watching the live stream on the YouTube channel, by the way, it's the Purposely Pixel YouTube channel. should be watching that right now. We have Andrew, Fat Produce, decided to schlup on in. It's been kind of busy last couple of months getting some stuff done with some personal stuff and that kind of stuff. I reached out to mm-hmm. him a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, hey, I'm trying to get some stuff done, and maybe we'll come on. So we we were able to get him get him slotted out, and he could carve out a little bit of time with his busy schedule to, uh, to join us. So anyway, thanks for coming by, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a privilege to be here. It's, it's great. It's been too long. Yeah, well, we, we try not to, uh, for, for our favorite guests to come on. And like I said, we, we try not to wait too long because it just, I can't remember. It has, I don't know if it's been about a year since the last time we had John, or at least earlier. Yeah, than it's, cool. yeah. it's, it's definitely been too long. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, how well, are hey, you? Yeah, so doing, how's everything going? Yeah. It's going good, actually. You guys caught me at the right time, actually. I, I just upgraded phones from my Note to uh, to the Sony, which, which yeah, Joe, we, yeah, even the same case. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Very like, good taste, sir. Very good taste. Yeah, well, it's, you know, you know I, essentially, I was like, you know what? They can pry the micro SD card out of my cold, dead hands. So, uh, you know. Uh, plus it's, you know, it's nice too. Cause I, I, I had an XE one compact back a few years ago and I loved it and I'm just ready to be back on the Sony train, especially because I want some, I wanted something that's not as wide. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I so love, yeah, I just, I love the 21 by nine. I actually love it. Oh yeah. It's, it's fantastic. And so it fools me into thinking it's a smaller phone. Right. Mm. Yeah. So when did, when did you pick that up? Is it fairly oh gosh. Maybe three weeks ago, I'd say. Okay. Um, it's been great. It's, it actually is kind of funny though. It wasn't until last week that I realized that I had 60 Hertz on the entire time. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, but then I did that I, for a few hours to be fair. I did do yeah. that for a few hours. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just keep it on 60 Hertz. Cause it, it never bothered me on the, on the LG V60. So, and I'm just like, I get the extra battery life. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Like, and again, it's one of, it's one of the things that if I, I guess if you really it doesn't bother you and you're able to kind of work through it and it's it's okay for whatever. And again, it's it's nice. It's all the good stuff. I mean, I like the the 120 hertz. Actually, I, I t- to me, I think um, the sweet spot to me is 90. I, I like the 90. I think that's mm-hmm. you get a little bit mm-hmm. of the smoother, but you don't get the impact of the battery. I, I like phones that give you the 60, 90, 120 spread. I kind of like that. I, I kind of like having a little bit of a middle ground. They never give it to you, though, do they? It's very rare. Yeah. Sean P. Sean's in the it's house. it's hey. weird though, like because didn't didn't the 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 one plus seven pro have ninety hertz? Mm, I believe so. Sh- I, yeah, I know the- on the uh, and on my fold five there there is it's just either uh, I, I don't it doesn't even I don't even think it actually says ninety or I mean mm. it just says adaptive or something like that I don't know even know I have to look at the display it, it doesn't even say the numbers it's really just says uh, same as like trust us it just says <laughs> adaptive and standard. Mm-hmm. Standard is sixty, adaptive is the one twenty. But of course, it you know scroll. I guess I'm assuming it's scrolling. You know, it's, it's adjusting as as needed. So it's not too bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. So well, I'm glad. I'm glad that yeah, I had the uh, the 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 five the five Mark Four. I think is what I had, and uh, mm. I I liked it. I 
I, I will tell you that um, I'm not. I wasn't a fan of the thermals on that. Yeah, yeah it got it got really warm. <laughs> no real reason. I mean, I remember I was at the park and it wasn't even outside. It I was it wasn't warm outside. I think it might have been in the upper 80s, maybe low 90s. And I wasn't in direct sun. I was kind of in a shaded area. And I remember I was scrolling the internet. I was looking on Google search or something. I was just searching mm. for something. I was reading an article, and all of a sudden it's like touching the back I'm like why why is this getting warm i'm not mm-hmm. doing i had nothing else running i didn't have a bunch of apps in memory or anything i didn't have a bunch of apps running in in my task chain switcher it just was like getting warm for no reason and it happened a lot that week or two then found the sign didn't he he said yeah and i was just like what what is going on with this and again i can understand under load i can understand if i was doing something playing a game but i'm thinking okay if i'm doing this what happens if i do play like for really go intensive on or, it or yeah. something yeah, or if i'm doing something <laughs> intensive man what what this thing's gonna cook so, uh, yeah, I just I don't know what that was about. It was really bizarre. Yeah, well, it's, it's you know, it's one of those things where I, at least in my experience, I've only had one instance where I had some sort of thermal issue. And it was it was when I was I was out camping not long after I got in the phone and and it was about it was over 90 degrees outside and humidity was really high. And I was, you know, in camp playing around with the cinema pro mode. Okay. And doing lots of extended recording with it, just just basically figuring out the controls, and then I ended up having a little thermal warning. But that was the only time I've ever had any sort of thermal issue with this. So whatever they did with this generation, it it ended up they it seems like they fixed it most of it, which is pretty yeah, nice. I'd say because I did it in Turkey and Turkey, and it wasn't bad there, considering but, I was in thirty three degrees. But you were using the one, not the five, correct? Correct. So that could be another thing too. Like I am kind of mm. curious about the five Mark Five, but there, there. I was gonna get. I was gonna get onto that. I'm tempted. Yeah, you're tempted. What do you think about them losing the telephoto? Yeah, it does suck. Um, but I can understand why. I can. Understand yeah. Why. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Like well, it's we, one of. The... So we're ditching the telephoto board. Still at nine ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's Man. part of that's part of the issue because because I don't get like I get it that the 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 quality of the main sensor and it's the same sensor that's on the one Mark Five and it's great, but it's still digital digital zoom. Yeah, you know, you're digitally cropping it still, and uh, I, yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll have to see, but I uh, the one thing I will say about the five Mark Five that looks great are the colors. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I said, and and. and and, and to be fair, we we all know, you know, at least anybody who's paying attention, who's a tech enthusiast, would know that the um, the Sony's are always going to be, you know, they're always pricey, right? They're always kind mm-hmm. of like high, and you know, we're talking thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and some. Of that, I guess the Pro I it wasn't that like sixteen hundred or fifteen ninety nine or something, something silly like that. Yeah. So you know, if you're going to be on the Sony market, you either have to get it through a carrier, which in the United States isn't really a thing, or you're going to have to shell out the money. Or you're gonna have to wait and maybe get like a, a Mark Four. And Mark IV. if you want the five Mark Five uh, in the UK, O2 has got it exclusively. Oh, oh, plug, wow! Plug in, plug in the home team. Speaking of home, <laughs> team, speaking of home teams, how did how your buddies Arsenal do today? Wound up winning against Man United. So that's that's yes. Crazy. But yeah. it was in the it was in the 97th minute, Sam. What? Why? Why was there seven minutes of penalty time? So. Uh, stoppage time so like they every bit of stoppage time now they add on well yeah i understand that's what they're supposed to do, but there was seven minutes of stoppage time in this match yeah well, it's more than yeah more than that it was eight in total Jesus. he scored another one after that <laughs> we won three one 
that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good. So yeah. uh, Arsenal won. So Joe's in a good mood. I I, I, very, I, saw, very that, good I saw that our buddy uh, Paul was it Paul that was making the comments about the. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess he's a big Man United fan. So. He's massive Man United fan, geeky so, stuff. Yeah, yep. so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, sorry, Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's Joe's fault. <laughs> it's Joe's fault. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, you know, I mean, well, you know, and it's if you got the if you got the, the Xperia and you're using it, it's just getting a hold of ones. Kind of, I mean, again, you're going to be paying full retail because you can buy them at Best Buy, but they and they rarely go on sale. I don't use. I mm-hmm. see like photos go on sale. I'll see some Samsungs go on sale. At, at you know. But at um at a Best Buy or locals, but man, I I don't can't remember the last time I've seen a, an Xperia go on sale unless well, it's a year or so old, and then by that time they don't even carry them anymore. Well, and they hold their value. Like right now on on a Swappa, I'm looking right now at a Sony uh, Xperia Five Mark III, and right now they're it's around five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I mean they're 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 definitely it's if you're not going to buy it, you're not going to get the Moto right. Um, you're yeah. not gonna get the Moto Drop or the L or the infamous LG drops back in the day. Um, you know, hashtag RIP LG. But oh, uh, gosh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're not gonna get that same. Yeah, they are definitely going to hold a little bit better, probably than most Android phones that I know. Um, speaking of, like you can get an LG V60 now for what on a T-Mobile for one fifty nine. What? Oh my god, yeah. Andrew, did you get a free gift of your Sony? No, I did not. So. So uh-huh. the way, so I ended up selling my house, and the and, and the way it ended up working was, uh, it was after it had been released, so I didn't end up get doing any pre-orders. And even uh-huh. then, I wasn't the the ones that 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 were available here were these earbuds that were like, I guess open back earbuds, and the I was not, buds. yeah, and I just, yeah, I, I wasn't super. Like I have, I have some Sennheiser over the year open back ones, the headphones, and, and so I wasn't really super enamored with what they were offering this time. If it was one of some of their over the year like noise canceling that we, like we've seen in the past, I would have been all on board with it. But I, it, it didn't really, it didn't really get me that much. I kind of would like to see to get the the I forgot what it's called, but it's basically the vlogging kit. Yes, you, I would love to have that. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm waiting for it to show up on eBay at a discounted rate. Uh, here uh, but oh that one that one's a big one that i'm really looking forward to just because i mean it I, this type of this phone is really asking for that sort of thing yeah um, i'm jealous when i see tk with his <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um the, the other the other thing too i found a little that I've, that I've discovered is getting there's a pretty narrow case selection i found um, mm-hmm. there's not really a whole lot out there like the, the, Hence us having the same case, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. This, this begins basically right now is one of the most protective cases that they've got. Currently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one is like, the, I'm looking at is like the double case, which is pretty interesting, but they are pulling out of the United States. It looks mm-hmm. like. And so you can get them off of from Taiwan's website, but it's for a you know forty dollar case. You're going to be paying over a hundred dollars to get it here. And so I've got one coming in from eBay, and we'll see how that one turns out. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So well, it, it, that's the other thing too is when you're getting some of these devices that are maybe less mainstream than others, you're you're really mm-hmm. looking at a significantly degraded um, aftermarket kind of process you know cases you know aftermarket accessories those kinds of things um you're not going to get the same kind of thing so yeah um mm-hmm. and he's talking about uh the one four yeah four fourteen hundred wow yeah i could mighty. The, the, the problem it's like if it didn't have the thermal issues that would be that would be 
I, I don't know. Even then, it would. It, I would think that should be down to a thousand dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. Easy is in the chat, and we say welcome, sir. Hey, Eric, how are you doing? So always glad to have uh, my my other my other peeps. You know, Sean and Ian, Gigi, and Barry Deonch, and all them come through, and also Jermaine's in the chat as well. Thanks for swinging on by, Jermaine. He's doing some uh, good work, uh, doing some camera tests again, and I think he had a was he doing something that he saw the other day. He was doing a. Uh, was he doing a render for for a device? I can't remember what it was. I I my this week last two weeks have just been so busy with me and just you know moving Anna back and it's been a blur. So it took some vacation time, but I still was trying to pop in online. I know it's, it's funny because my boss is like, "You make sure you take the time off." Then she'll <laughs> asking me questions. I'm like, "Wait a minute! I thought you were wanting to say, well, make sure you don't like log on and like do stuff." But hey, can you answer this question? I was like, "It's just kind of a weird place." I work. <laughs> so you want me to take the time off, and they still have to ask me questions. It's kind of bizarre how that works. It's cool. Testing. I, I yeah, PS5 Pro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was oh, uh, nice. Yeah. I nice. Oh, I want to see that. And the engineers in the chat, Barry Johnson. Yeah, he snuck in a render. Yep. So uh, I know he was working on something. So I, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to his content as always. If you're not, you know, if you're not subscribed, please do so to Jermaine's. To Jermaine's lens, it's awesome. He does a really good job. We try to get him to talk into doing another one of those like little historical city kind of day in the life kind of things, like he did. Ooh. Which I thought was, and he, he it's a very hard to film, but I told him I thought it was a fascinating. Um, kind of gave a little historical things. He talked mm-hmm. about the town and then like doing some of that. So not only did you get the the camera chops, but you also got a little historical lesson about the town. I thought it was kind of fascinating. I thought it was really you know interesting. And I kind of documentaries. I kind of get into that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm all I'm all big for that. So anyway, so uh, foldables they're kind of a big thing. I got about two and a half weeks into the fold five, and I'm really liking it. Um, how are so what is your thought about it? I know it's probably not a, a form factor that you would use or have used very much, but what do you think? Do you think it's um, still going to be niche? What are we, what are we, what's your thoughts on foldables or flippables if you want to go to that? Um, I, I guess I, I think that they are kind of the future ultimately. Uh, however, I think that there are some – I think we the problem we have now that's keeping them from really progressing – at the pace that we thought that they were going to be progressing right now, at least in North America, it's just lack of competition and Samsung basically gatekeeping and being, and being so iterative. It's, it's since they have not very much real competition here, they don't have any incentive to really push the hardware side. Cause uh, so I, I think that they are going to be the future. I, I think that the the progress is slow. Like the only, I feel like the only real upgrade that we got, aside from the processor or, or the, well, the chipset, um, is the hinge because I think that the hinge for this particular, this is going to be basically setting the standard. I feel like for Samsung foldables on the hinge side forward for mm-hmm. the next few generations, and I think it was a very very important one because a lot of because I'm, I'm really curious to see if the spontaneous cracking issues and and uh, screen protector peeling away is lessened a lot with the new hinge design. Um, but I, 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 we need more competition to be able to 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 drive it. Um, also, it's kind of that way is kind of why I ended up not quite. I'm, I'm waiting at least a couple of years to go into the foldable realm uh, or flippable. The flippables, I was really looking at the the Moto 
uh, Razor, no, was it Razor Plus? Yeah. And uh, it's the problem with those two. It's just the compromises in camera. That was the other thing too. That that because I, I was basically thinking about doing the Fold Five or the Xperia, and the fact that the Fold Five was going to because going from my Note Twenty Ultra it was going to be a downgrade in the camera experience. That's that's another, one of the big contributing factors as to why. But I think that's really just going to come down to them having hardware. Um, competition because I, I don't feel like right. Samsung has had hardware competition since Huawei left the market. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I would agree. Definitely. And 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 also don't um just so you know, Sean's still lurking around in the chat. If you mention that razor, he's gonna tell you it's trash. So just just go. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he, he was not a fan. Um, you know, and I had I had some other reviewers talking about you know the, the hinge was creaky and the build quality was wasn't as good probably as the as the flip five and that kind of thing. So I, I have a, a soft spot. I do like Motorola phones. Although I don't really, I'm not a fan of the razors per se, but I mm. had um, some of their other devices, and I, I like, I like their, oh, I like the double chop, I like the twisted camera, I like Moto. The thing I don't like about Motos is their 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 update schedule and their yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, especially now, it's like, I mean, and, and these manufacturers have figured it out. I know Samsung and all of them have figured out that you have you cannot you can't bring phones to market and have that kind of situation. Right, that really has to get. A lot better, and Moto just seemed has not seemed to um, have done that, as it were. They just haven't. That that's definitely a Lenovo Moto uh, yep. on that part. Yeah, See, told you. I knew he would say something. Yep, yep. <laughs> I knew it. So just I, I don't worry, Sean. I made sure that when he mentioned the razor, <laughs> I made sure that I represented correctly, and I made sure I, I put that out there. Well, you know, I will say it's like the 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 last Moto that I really got my hands on. Uh, mainly because I've helped my dad with his so many times is the Moto Z4. My dad's still rocking that with the Moto mods. And oh yeah. What he, and so we just we just set up his his turbo power packs that he buys because he go, we set them so that it charges his phone just to the internal battery up to eighty percent to just preserve that battery. And then he just uses the the Moto packs till they're dead and then buys another one. And so he's just been using that, and it's still going pretty strong despite you know living in the Stone Age of updates. Oh yeah, so yeah, and I I, I kind of missed the the Moto mods. I thought it was kind of a neat little thing they were doing. So better than LG's mods. Yeah. Oh, the friends. I think they were called friends. Yeah, yeah. Because because what was it? The G5, where if you wanted to, you could fill the entire phone with sand if you wanted to, the way it was designed. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yep. And and, and and yeah, the twenty twenty two was also yeah, and I think phone yeah mm. yeah yeah the the thing phone's cool, but yeah, the razor is just trash, especially now yeah. that you got the flippables. I mean, I, you know, it's a shame, but I agree. Um, actually, somebody just sent me an article that the Mate sixty is coming out well with for a while. And uh, the P sixty Pro looks amazing. Yeah, I and really like of course it's going to be China only, which is kind of a depressing mm-hmm. situation. And I my P thirty, I, I I don't know if everybody, I think I meant to mention this a couple of weeks ago, maybe a. It's been a couple months. My dog bit yeah. the corner and broke the digitizer of my P30. So I had to Oh no. And which is weird because I and I don't <laughs> know why this is, and I've never been able to figure this out. I could get that to work on ATT. It really right up. And I would get, and it's funny because I would put my sim in the phone and it would get an, a text message from the ATT, a warning stating, Hey, this isn't a supported phone, but I never had any problems with it. I made every call, got every text message. It worked perfectly fine. LTE, wow. data, all of it. I didn't get the voice over LTE, but I mean, I'm saying, but it worked a lot of charm. I was like, what is going on? It's it's insane. I, I don't know why it ended up, but that's, and then, but I couldn't get the, any of the, the uh, GGs, I mean, the, uh, the, uh, the find. It would mm-hmm. not work. I couldn't get it to work on T Mobile or Motorola. Or, uh, Who's your fold with, Sam? 
Uh, you didn't get to leave him then. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to because I, but I am going to pay off all the devices so that way the only phone is just this one, and I'm kind of going to, you know, and that way at least I only get one. So in case I do, I, I'm I have to move. There's no other way because I tried, I tried T-Mobile, I tried Mint, I can't get service out here. I where I'm at, it's mm. just I, I I can't switch carriers to a device where I move can't. to the UK. I'll move to the UK. That's what I'm going to do. It just stinks. It just stinks having to like, because I, you know, I'm using Cricket Wireless, which uses AT&T's towers. And, and it's like, I don't want to go to a, to a carrier like Verizon just because I don't want to be limited to their selection of devices. Uh, But I, I will say, even with my, even with my Xperia, I've had, if I take out the SIM card, I have to go and like, like toggle my APN settings uh, in order to receive calls. It, which is a weird thing because it's yeah. I, so essentially, what I do is if any if I have to take out the memory card or anything or the SIM card, I just power the phone off and do it. Just because okay, yeah, yeah. then then it just it never knows, you know, at that point. Um, but it's a weird issue, like because I, I I had I upgraded to a one terabyte memory card and I didn't and I did it transferred everything put it in there I was like okay cool then i realized like 12 hours later that people have been trying to get in contact with me yeah you know because i I was like i've got voicemails what you know and i I would go up to my parents house and they live you know in south uh west St. Louis county and everything worked fine but then it would it worked for about an hour and then all of a sudden i was getting you know text messages wouldn't go through and i was just like so i i'm just i'm just kind of same thing with my high-speed internet all i have all i have is uverse I, there's nothing mm. else. I, I don't have T-Mobile. They, I'm not on. I'm on the AT&T Fiber says that I'm on the roadmap. I've been on the roadmap for five years. I don't know. It's just the longest roadmap of ever. Um, it's a long road. It's a long, a long ass road, road Sam. It's like, yeah, it's, like, it's like a transcontinental highway. I don't know what's going on. I mean, so I don't have any choices. Like if I moved in you know, closer into St. Louis, I'm sure I would have. Oh, I would take Charter, and I would do. I would. I would like to try. You know, Mint Mobile and, and even T-Mobile. I had no problem with Mint Mobile. I actually like their service. I thought it was pretty. For the, for the price point, I really got it to work pretty well. I just, it was too unreliable out here. I was just, I couldn't mm. get, even when I would put it in my regular phones, it would be spotty at best. Um, yeah. And I just, it just can't, you know, and rather, I just can't do that. So it kind of sucks. Well, T Mobile in general in Missouri, it's gotten a little bit better, but I, I had T Mobile for a while. Always shaky. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was down in, and it, so Columbia was okay, which is kind of between where Sam and I are right now, equidistant basically. And, but down in Southern Southwest Missouri, where I was living for a while and I go visit family, nothing, you know, nothing yeah. you were in and, and just not, you just absolutely unusable. So, and I, and I suffered with that for like two years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, Joe, it is not. You're he is not as hydrating as a cup of water. And folks, if you are, um, you know, drinks up. If you are hydrating, do do so right now. I'm actually running quite low on my uh, George Harrison Beatles cup. But, nice. Um, actually, I'm, I'm down to two of them. I the other one delaminated to the point where you can't tell who it is on it anymore. And the other one, I broke it. I dropped it. And cracked it. Oh, so I'm down to two. So I've got George and I got uh, Ringo. Which is, it's weird. I don't know. Why. Two's yeah, better than none. Right. Two's better than none. Um. So yeah, and uh, man. Uh, speaking of man, Jimmy Buffett passed away the other day. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Man, that kind of stinks. Man, I, 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 I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of his music, but I did think I, I did enjoy his music. I, I it, it was kind of. Well, it's it's just a, uh, it's just sad seeing like you know the old staples like you know passing. It's kind of like kind of like Bob Barker. He was like the he. I think the only. 
he was one of the last old school game show hosts that's still around too. So it's except for Pat Sajak now. Oh, well, you're, like. not, you're not feeling the wink, Martindale. You're not feeling the wink. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's crazy. Say, and then the funny thing is somebody mentioned that the, the only reason they remembered him was from the water boy. Oh no. From happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, Oh, I forgot all about the bad scene. <laughs> He's like, am oh, I a joke to you? Right, which is also <laughs> historic, one of the best comedic scenes in probably history of all the phones is Bob Barker and him fighting in the middle of this golf course. It's hilarious. Um, it's oh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah. So yeah, it's it's just weird to see. And I mean, I you know, I, I didn't think people were as old. I mean, I didn't know Bob Barker was ninety nine years old. That's kind of yeah. He, you know what though, he didn't he didn't overbid. No, right. He would have gotten on the prices right. One dollar. <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's like yeah, uh, I you know you see that and you all you think of is the what was it the microphone that he had that was like the that was as tall as his torso, so he just oh, had to yeah. hold it at his hip. Well, that was that old. That was that. I mean, if you watch these old game shows like The Joker's Wild, all these old game shows, that was that stem mic that every mm-hmm. it was just real thin with that little top, you know, condenser on the top. That's all it was, man. Um, yeah, and oh yeah, Richard Dawson. Oh. Yeah, Richard Dawson on the Family Feud, dude. That was some game. Yeah, just go game shows. I mean, just go wild, man. You know, like Joker's Wild and Press Your Luck and all those old game shows. It was kind of crazy, man. I, I used to like, I used to love game shows back in the day. That was kind of my favorite thing. I wasn't a huge Price is Right fan. Um, I just, eh, it was okay. See, I, the only thing I liked about, see, the thing I liked about the Price is Right was the mini game where they, you know, everyone's lined up to get the person who's going to go up on stage. Like my, that was my favorite one was that was, was that kind of early game mini game. And then the Plinko. And that was basically um, the rest. The rest was, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. And, you I, know? and I don't know what the, <laughs> the game was that would go, uh, the Alpine one would go, yodely, yodely, yodely. like, you know, they would go up that stupid hill. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, dude, well, dude, it's it was an alpine game, so you had to bid within dollars. They would show you a, a product. It was like, um, yeah, like ninety three bucks, and you'd have to get it within. And so every dollar you off, it would go up this little ramp. I think it was. What sound 40. did it make again? Yodely, 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 yodely. Like, something like that. I love that. <laughs> and Luis, uh, Luis just told us to go to hell, so that's okay. I'm just kidding. He's saying hello, folks. Wait, you know the oh, fun cool. of the prices. The fun of watching the prices right now, like especially the old episodes, is it's like a time capsule of consumerism. So you so you go back. And not only are you like if you're gonna guess some of the well, one it's fascinating seeing the, all the old appliances, you know, from the 70s and 80s uh, and 90s go through. But also you're like, okay, what's the bid and what was the value of the dollar at this point? Oh man, do yourself <laughs> a favor when they go brand new car and it's like it's like an 83 Datsun, <laughs> you know, and uh, the the first retail price is like 3850 you're like wow wow yeah, that's crazy right? like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah plinko was by base i think it was uh they had little magnets back there oh yeah yeah it's it, i'm just imagining them i haven't seen any because i don't know if they did this but it's just like you know here's your trip to east germany yeah like, Ooh, you know i'm not feeling the ddr right now it's okay yeah that's ah, okay <laughs> Well, and, and the funny thing it was that show, and then um, and then there was always the big rumor that I always heard, you know, that that big the big wheel that they would always spin that was, you know, mm-hmm. that there were there were um breaks inside of it so they could control where you stopped and you know that kind of thing. So because mm-hmm. I've seen people, I mean, like literally jump up there, and I mean they whole ass and pull out, 
right? And then there was people would pull it, but I mean, they 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 had always made the com- the component or the complaint that inside they had braking systems, so they could kind of slow it down just a bit, so they could yeah. kind of goose which number it actually landed on. So I mean, half that stuff's rigged. I mean, that's why that's why the bidding game was so fun because it's just purely based off of what your your guess is for the value, right? You know, yeah, so cool. so yeah, so yeah, it's, it's interesting how we really don't have like game shows like that anymore. That isn't kind of a. It's not really a genre. It's more reality TV and, and that. They do in the UK still. Um, so, like, what, what's like, what, like, what's a big game show that's currently like going on that is in the UK? Is in, that that you do you watch it or you just know? I don't watch any of them, so don't ask oh. me that because I can I can Google it. There's oh. definitely I've seen them. All <laughs> um, oh, right. While I'm googling it, Sir Michael Parkinson um, passed away as well while I was on holiday. Was that a game show host? Uh, not oh. a game show host, a talk show host. Oh, okay. Michael yeah. Parkinson, yeah. Galen, stop by. Yeah, Joe is looking clean. He's fr- fresh and so clean. Everybody's looking clean. I I got a haircut. Oh, thanks, man. You can't notice it, man. It's okay. It's because I'm going. I'm losing my hair. It's fine. Yeah. I always said I like that guy, Galen Gadgets. Check yeah. him out. <laughs> Absolutely great, great channel. He, is, he I know he used to do a podcast, and I don't know if he still does yeah. it. live streams and stuff like that. That love on money. Is he still yeah, doing Nova? it? Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen him in a while. Just I mean, the problem is some of these. I mean, I've been missing all the GG stuff. I you know just been the week. I haven't been on YouTube for ages. Yeah, so it's just a shame. I, I've not been doing my due diligence watching watching my people, so I apologize for that. It's the way out, don't we? Yeah, it's it's kind of that that time of year where it seems like life since tends to get in the way, and we're so busy mm-hmm. getting stuff done, and we're like, oh my gosh, I've got this backlog that I need to go and look at. You know, um, I mean, it was it was interesting because it's like speaking coming back to the Mark Sony, you know, Xperia Mark Five or, or Five Mark Five. Like I, I was I was like, what? It's already like been announced, like. It, you know, I, I it just kind of surprised me a little bit that it that it came up, but of course now we'll see it available in you know eleven months. Yeah, absolutely. So changing gears, games. I know uh, we don't we talk games. So what have you been playing? What what's on your what have you been working on? Because I know there's been a couple that have come out, and then there's uh I'm, I'm just curious what you've been working on. So on. so I've been playing some Baldur's Gate three. Okay. Uh, that one's been a lot of fun playing playing with some people because because I play tabletop occasionally as I, as I have time as well. And, and I like the original Baldur's Gate games, nice Wind Dale. So um, I think that it's a great, like they, they really, uh, uh, the, the name of the developer is, is escaping, escaping me right now, but they did a really good job of continuous, continuing the legacy that Bioware in its prime left behind and improved upon it. Like the, like the combat in that game, cause it used to be you'd play and then you have to pause and then you'd figure out all your stuff and unpause and then see if it worked and then pause it this way with when the combat is turn-based, but it feels a lot more like the tabletop game now yeah and and it works really well um i actually uh, i can play it on my steam deck uh it it looks slightly more like a potato on my steam deck but <laughs> but you know whatever like it, the core gameplay is good yeah and and i've enjoyed that and i also just got uh starfield and i've just tip my toes, dip, I, like I, barely dip my toes in it. I was going to ask about Starfield and kind of see. Well, I'm trying to get this adjusted so we could add yeah, to whatever. Um, and I, I've kind of heard mixed. So I've heard, um, people. Well, it's 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 Bethesda, so you know we're talking Fallout. So you know, get ready right. for bugs because that's just the way their their engine works, right? Um, I, I will tell you that I, I'm kind of a little, I'm still where I just finally got uh, no man's sky, but I had it on my mm. Xbox game pass, but I bought it for my PS five and I've been back into that again. So I like that better. Um, and then there's the other, other space game I've ever played, which is always, I, I find it to be 
crushingly difficult and really intense is Elite Dangerous. And yes, yes. If, if, man, you got to I, – I, I spent, and I swear to God, this is how intense this game is. I wanted to get to V. Canis Majoris. It's the biggest star in the, in the galaxy. It took mm-hmm. me 120 jumps to get there, and I had to, like, jump, like, four or five stars, then fuel scoop, and then jump another mm-hmm. double eight, and then fuel scoop. It took me two weeks to go all the way to the star <laughs> yeah. for no reason, just because I want to get there, and then map it, and then come and then come back. So well, and that game's hardcore. It's hard too because I would try to play with a friend, and and they and and all of my friends would be further along than me, and so basically the we we'd I'd have like say two or three hours just to really get in to play with them, and I'm like, okay, well, that entire time is me trying to actually get to where they are. <laughs> Right. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hardcore. So I, I mean, yeah. right, right now I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of in the whole, I'm still working through no man's sky and I kind of taken a break from Diablo four. Cause I was playing that and I kind of, mm-hmm. and then uh, I had final fantasy 16. I played the demo and then got the game. Haven't touched a minute of it just because I've been playing. I haven't, I, I haven't had a time. Well, and well, and it's like, I've been playing a lot of older games too. Like, especially with my steam deck. Cause I like to get them running on it. I like to see what I can get running on the deck. And actually when I played a little bit earlier today was uh, elder scrolls, uh, for oblivion. Oh, uh, that game is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. That's the uh, only one I've ever played. Never got into Morrowind and I couldn't get into Skyrim. I just, for some reason I just could not, I could not get into <sighs> Skyrim's fun. It's just pared down RPG elements. Uh, the oblivion really, it, it, it looks like it takes place in a Renaissance fair and, and all of the people's faces look like potatoes, but you can mod it and it looks and it's, it's, I think it's just hands down, probably the best overall elder Scrolls game that they made. And, and I keep going back to that and, and here in Kansas city, they just, uh, started back up the, uh, the Renaissance fair. And so now I'm like, Ooh, okay, I'm going to prime myself. I'm going to play a little oblivion here and, and get myself my headspace already. <laughs> Yeah, so I and I and I guess exploration has been disappointing. See, that's to me. If if you have a space sim or space game, that that's that's what I like about No Man's Sky. You could literally just spend hours just jumping to stars, trying to find mm. a different kind of planet, and kind of getting on and then landing on them and mucking around and running around and doing. It's just a lot more uh, a lot more fun. So I, I have been playing a lot of No Man's Sky lately and stuff like that. Well, and it's it's kind of tough. Exploration in a video game is is tough because it basically in order for it to be true exploration, I, I feel like it has to be procedurally generated. But then that comes with its own caveats as well, where you know it, it, there, there's only so much you can really do, like have, and so much variation, and and so it's it's kind of a a catch twenty two when you have exploration so heavily uh, so heavily. Uh, featured in the game you know it's kind of like star citizen kind of has like they they kind of went the opposite approach of what elite dangerous did where they want to have a whole bunch of detail on on all of their planets rather than just having as many plans as possible yeah but there's trade-offs and also i mean star citizen still isn't a real game really yet like i go on like last time i played i got in an elevator and i fell i fell clipped through it and fell straight down to the center of the planet yeah yeah, and, I've had that. Ouch. I've had some, and that's yeah. with, with No Man's Sky. There, it's it's gotten a lot better than it was at launch, but there there were there are definitely some graphical anomalies I've run into where I've had to basically restart the game because I was one day the HUD just locked out and I could not engage in anything. I could I could, it was like the HUD was gone. I just had like first person and I could it was looked great, but I couldn't I couldn't select anything. I couldn't get on my ship. I couldn't do it. it I was stuck in the starbase. I couldn't do anything, so I had to restart it. <laughs> Which, so I'm oh, your gaming gosh. though is it pc or on your ps5 no i 
no, I it's all my PS5. I I don't. I I'm not a say. PC gamer. I I tried to get Diablo, but I had to, but then I had to use a controller, right? I'm like, well, oh, like, what the hell? Why don't I just use? And I I just I'm I I don't play um just because right now it's I was paying for it. I don't play. Uh, I've taken a break from Final Fantasy 14 and World of Warcraft just because. I, I can't play all of them. I mean, they, and the time I do have is pretty much dedicated. It was Diablo Four, No Man's Sky, and everything else. The problem is I just don't have as much time to dedicate. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, why why pay fifteen dollars a month for Final Fantasy, fifteen dollars a month for WoW, and and play a dozen hours a month? That just doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. What I like yeah. about those two is those my characters are still there. So if I ever just jump on, I can just basically buy a month and just jump on and, and start playing again. Well, um, but I played guess, I've been playing WoW since 2004. I mean, I've been playing it forever. And so well, just, eh. there's something to be said about, I call it like the warm blanket games, where it's just like, you know, you wrap it around you like a warm blanket because it's comfortable to play, you know, and... Yeah. and and uh, do you guys have any like seasonality for certain games? Like, are, like for example, uh, like how, you know, October's next month. Uh, are there any games that you guys play for, say, the Halloween season that you make a point to play, or genres? No, I guess no, not really. Uh, what I get, I'll get into more like your thing, where I'll, I'll like a game will remind me of something, and I'll like every once in a while I, I still have my Dreamcast, so I, I get or my GameCube. I'll get up and I'll get really mm-hmm. just in the mood, and I'll load up Fantasy Star Online. And just play that for a couple of days, and just kind of get kind of get that out of my. So I don't get to game much, and I don't have seasonal games. But if I was going to get one out for October, it'd be the old Resident Evils. Oh, I haven't played mm. a Resident Evil forever. I used to... yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. In a dark room, of course. Yeah. Um. The last the last game I really I really wanted to play really like, and I I try to go back to. It, I was like, maybe I'm not good. Is um Mass Effect Andromeda? I try to get back into that, and I just is couldn't is it any good? No, not really. It's not really. <laughs> not if you played. Not if you play, if you play the other Mass Effect games. It's it's really it's it's close ish, but it's it's just a different kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Mass Effect, the first original three were really really good. I really oh yeah love those games, and my daughter really likes them too. And I just I, I just can't get into Andromeda. I don't know what it is. And there's nothing. It's not bad. It's just it, it doesn't feel like a Mass Effect game. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, it's 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 like a the the Wish dot com version. You're right, and then the only other yeah. game I really like too is I, I I used to get into, and I haven't uh a lot. I used to like the Fable. I used to like Fable. Was Fable fun. was fun too. Yeah, the the uh those were those were good. Those are kind of like the you feel like you're in the Shire, you know, sort of like feeling, you know, when you're playing some of those games. The uh what was it? The one I'm the one I tend to play every. There's like a couple of games I tend to kind of switch between depending on the year. Um, around hol- the Halloween time is either uh, Fear. Which was like first encounter assault recon, oh, yeah. which was yeah, that one was a was a great game. And then uh, I might get into Doom Three, you know, oh, just because Doom Three, mm. yeah, the, I have to wait a while so I forget about the where the monsters are that jump out of the closets at you. Yeah, in that game. Um, I uh, let's see. So I wasn't a Doom guy. I I did play a little bit of Wolfenstein. I kind of got into the Wolfenstein. Movies. I loved that. Um, yeah, and so right, that's, that's what I get. So I, I I just yeah, I I don't have a whole lot of um. So I saw the Starfield, and I've seen a lot of people talking about it. And I'm just like, you know, I'd have to get it for my PC because the Xbox is not going to work. Um, and and mm-hmm. I don't. We'll see. I, I I mean, right now, but I mean, right now, buying any game right now is just stupid just because between diablo and no man's sky and everything else i just and i like i said i played the demo which i thought was kind of cool you play the demo and you pass the level and then you, it saves your progress so if you buy the actual game you start from there you don't have to redo that whole 
started thing over again, which is kind yeah. of a cool little thing. But I literally have not played one second of Final Fantasy 16 literally since I bought the, the full game. That was like two and a half months ago. So, uh, yeah. I Do you guys like board games? Yeah. I haven't played any in a while. Um, so last one we I still have the old Trivial Pursuits. I used to we used to get a kick out of those. Um, those are fun, especially yeah, but, now. Like if you have ones that are like twenty years old, yeah. and you know, and so they've come harder as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going somewhere. You, I'm going somewhere with this though. Right? Do you have right. more games where you and Sorcerer play? Right? They have little kid games. Or we're talking about like adult, adult board like, games. Yeah. Okay, yeah. where are we going, man? What, what you got there? So, have you had any good board games that they've made? digital and made done well because that's hard to do right I they didn't always monopoly, do it well monopoly did an okay job a battleship. okay job but it's not the yeah. same as with oh, the houses and the money and it's just not the same i don't think any of those board games really really can be really? that's what yeah. i'm saying it's hard to replicate that i i don't think it's possible mm-hmm. because i mean um it just doesn't have the same kind of um it just doesn't have the same kind of. I mean, it's you know, you know, uh, board games. No, and no, Aditya. Yeah. No, not not that adult board game. <laughs> God, I knew as soon as I said it, I knew he was gonna jump all over that. God, no, Aditya, just not. I guess shoots and ladders, right? I guess you can play naked shoots and ladders. I guess that's what you can probably. There's one that I play with. There's one I play with my um, brothers and sisters called Carcassonne. Oh yeah, I, it's, um, yeah, I've seen that before. I tried not. And it's to play really that. good. I try to play that uh, on my phone. And I'm not mm. very good at it. And then Catan. Oh, it's hard know, on your phone, though. Is that how you spit? Is that how you say? I don't know. It's Catan or Catan. C A T A N. It's another card kind of card based. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've. If you don't know how to play that game, the the online game. If you had somebody who could show you how to play, it, maybe it's a little better. But trying to learn online, it's. it's My brother's playing that. Uh, yeah, I think it's quite tough. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to learn <laughs> how to play from the digital version of it. It's mm-hmm. not, it's well, not easy. Well, the version I like, the version I learned to play on was like a Star Trek version. So it had like you know the Star Trek the motion picture, you know, Wrath oh, of okay. Khan sort of stuff, and it's the same things, but you know, it's like a skin, you know, however you want. Yeah, I think they have versions of the game. Like I've seen them at um like hobby stop shops. They have like cars and magic and stuff like that, and then they mm-hmm. have all these versions of Kanan. I guess they're like version like version packs or whatever that you can get that they were and then i guess they're all themed i guess well i've seen that they've done it with monopoly they have like harley davidson monopoly and also the you know, sports ones and stuff like that too nhl ones and stuff so i had um a board a star trek board game right that's really fond memories it was one where you had a, a dvd and you had to make decisions oh, yes that was like the was... klingon adventure or something i think yeah something like that oh it was awesome yeah, yeah they, they sort of took over the ship yeah <laughs> yeah, well, our fond oh. memories playing that with my family. It was so good. Yeah, <laughs> those, and, those uh, are so good. Peter's in the chat. Hey, you jo- yes, you did. Hey. You just at the right time. You're here, and we appreciate you. So absolutely. But uh, I had um, there was, and it was it was a Three Stooges game, but it was a VHS similar to that, right? So you'd watch, yeah. and you'd have cars, and you play, and then you'd have to watch based on that, and then you have to fast forward. The funny thing is, you had to fast forward. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. So like you had to like fast forward to like your section that you picked out of these three scenes. Uh, yeah, they were. I it's thankful was for DVDs. Yeah, no joke. Uh, I just remember um, back in the day that those were kind of a popular thing where they started to kind of get into those interact before like video games. Yeah, there where they had interactive where you actually like Joe said you had to watch a VHS and then get to the scene, kind of like the uh, a choose your own adventure kind of book. Mm. 
it, they were really popular. I remember it came in a, a big, huge box, had three or four cassette VHS tapes that were different versions of like start here and you start. Okay, you've done, you've had the tape one, load tape two, and fast forward to 12 minutes. <laughs> That was weird. So uh, not exactly uh, the most organic way to play a game, but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? It's the mid eighties. But did you have fun? Was it great? I thought it now I thought it was cool. Now you could probably find those again, old school yeah. ones. And I, I would like to try I, that would be kind of funny to that's the stuff and and I don't know what I was gonna ask you guys, when you remember stuff playing stuff as a kid, either games or seeing things or whatever, or shows and going back going, God, this did not I mean this did not age well at all. Or yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is terrible, right? And just, I, I was gone back. To, that's why I have a problem, Andrew, with going back to older games. I some of them are just like I forgot how infuriatingly irritating this game is. Like there was a game called oh, Solomon yeah. Key. It was on the old eight bit Nintendo. It's the hardest fucking game ever. I, I hate it. I hated well, yeah. that game. Well, God, lots of those. Lots of those old games. So last night I was playing with my cousin. We were playing uh, a game that he, that we played back in the nineties. It was uh, was it ghosts and goblins? Oh fuck ghosts and ghouls. Ooh, yeah, they, yeah. Where you had like the armor and you lose it. Yeah, and so that game is like you have to you have to proceed very specifically through certain parts, mm-hmm. or else you just you lose. Especially when you got and, to the mountain, you're like on level four, the version. Ah. Uh, we, yeah, we didn't even finish it because right. we got like we got stuck with the wrong weapon, and, right, and you can't control the jumps. Right, the jumps are are kind of the same distance. Yeah, it's very precise. And then there's been times where you get hit, and you know you didn't get hit, and it registers a hit, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Well, and then, but 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 here was I was we were discussing it, and we were like, you know, I think the reason why they got away with making games that particular difficult was because we had at the time we had so. It wasn't having to compete for as much of our attention because we had so much less to choose from, you know. And so I'm curious if anybody's ever ranked the most difficult video games, Um, you know, I mean, the hardest video game. I I would say that Solomon's Key probably is one of the hardest games I've ever played on 8-bit Nintendo that I mean, it was like it got me so upset. I broke the cartridge. That's how pissed off I got. I just said, I just went out to my driveway and just went, Ooh. oh, and just, yeah, that was the end of it. I hated that game. And I still to this day, and I, I try to play it again because I actually, um, I saw it at a, a, uh, a yard sale. It was like $2. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try it. I, I turned it on, and within 10 minutes, I realized how much I just drove me crazy. Oh, my oh. God. I hated that fucking game. Oh, still yeah. Well, in hand. I can't play it. It's impossible. Just looked up 10 hardest games, right? Flappy Bird. That game's not that hard. I mean, I guess yeah, if, that's what if I was thinking. Wanna, like, if you want to like beat the game, which is not possible, I mean, I guess it's hard. But no, Returnal. I'd never heard of that. No, Ninja Gaiden. Uh, the one eight bit Nintendo one. It was kind of tough. Yeah. Um. The ones Sifu? On, I think. I think. Sifu. Sifu. Nah. Not sure. Uh, Cuphead. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that one was kind of designed to be to be in the vein of those hard old games. I feel like okay. like the the one that for me because I was a, I was a Sega Genesis kid. Like you know the, it says Steam Deck, but similar to Genesis like in the presentation. But uh, the, the game that I played that was the hardest game that I like the first level I never beat was. Uh, was the Fantasia game. Oh my god. Because it had a couple of Mickey Mouse games, and one was Castle of Illusion, and that one was a great game. But the Fantasia... I, I, you know, I had night terrors for a while with, from dying <laughs> in that game. 
Night Terrors over again. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Super... a slight exaggeration. <laughs> Super Meat Boy. <laughs> Have you ever heard uh, of that? I've heard of it, yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's like Mario, but it's unbelievably stupidly, hard, stupidly harder. <laughs> what a strange list. <laughs> yeah, I... Um... Okay, Returnal. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I would, and I say that it, the game isn't hard, but the water level on that Zelda game, I want to say it's Ocarina of Time. I remember that being that being a nightmare. God, that was a hard level to beat, which is that water dungeon or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Sekiro. Never heard hell? of it. Where do you get this list from? Is this an Asian? I mean, I haven't even heard. That's of <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of I've heard of Cuphead and I've heard of you know Sifu. I didn't ever play it, but Contra. It. Contra is not hard. Oh. No, so. apparently it's to according to this list. No, it's not hard. <laughs> they 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 no no. Contra's Sam, hard. I think you should make a list. Oh, of well, games it, that, oh, oh yeah. I feel I, like it should be by like eras. Right, eight bit. Yeah. Like, yes, actually, like, yeah. Yeah, if you had like eight bit, and then you had Sega Genesis, and then you had Super Nintendo, and then you, you know, yeah, I get it. Um, Kid Icarus, I you remember that used to be a hard game to play back mm. in the day. Um, Karnov was kind of hard. Rygar, I remember playing the shit out of that game. I, I, I guess I have a soft spot for. Oh, Echo oh, the Dolphin. Oh my god! Screw <laughs> that game, and the fact that it got so many sequels. That means that there are that many masochists who are willing to play that game. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's. It, we could go on and on. I mean, like I said, games and that kind of thing. So I. I, I guess the other other thing is the writer strike. I guess it's kind of like bumming out. I don't watch a lot of TV, so but I know for a person like Andrew, I know you. You like definitely watch a lot of Star Trek and all those other kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, and and I still will go down in history saying that I thought Deep Space Nine was the best Star Trek. I love that show. It is. It really is. Well, and it's funny. Everybody, everybody, I get arguments from all these Star Trek people. Like they they think I'm insane. I'm like I I really liked the show. I thought it's I'm great. Generational all, all day yeah, long. Yeah, Deep Space Nine I was really enjoyable. I really liked the stories. I really liked well. They're kind of two sides of the same coin. Where yeah. where Next Gen has the the is the Gene Roddenberry I you know idealized. You know, and, and also like the the original treatment on the subject. While versus Deep Space Nine is is kind of a little bit more like, here's how a lot of this would really go along. You know, and also put to the test, put Gene Roddenberry's vision to the test. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's interesting going back to Starfield. Uh, Armin Sherman, the guy who played Quark, is one of the characters. Okay. I was like, yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, and all, it's 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 interesting. Like, well, in the, with the strike, like I think it's. It's more important because this this strike is I feel is emblematic of a lot of issues that we have in society right now, and it's mo- one of the most visible ones uh, that's happening. Um, it was even more visible than the you know than the than like say the UPS strike or the you know or any of the others. It's it's really important that that they do have their demands that that the writers and actors have their demands met because it's going to set the tone for everything going forward um, because we're at this transition phase in the industry. And so it's, I'm willing to wait. I just hope that certain projects don't get absolutely destroyed because of it. But you know, it's more important that everyone gets that, that it's everyone gets their fair share. Yeah, I, I agree. And like I said, the the fact that there really hasn't that hasn't been addressed till now and there wasn't anything that was really developed as far as compensation and those kind of things for all these new media um, and streaming and all that kind of stuff is kind of disappointing. I, th- I thought that could have been worked out for a while ago. And I just I don't mm-hmm. I mean, I and again, I 
you know, everybody talks about, you know, you know everybody's greedy. I'm like, but how do you, how would you feel? I mean, it was like, what were you going to do? It's like, you know, you, you do all this writing and actors make a lot of money. Everybody's in Hollywood. Everybody's making a lot of money. Right. And you don't have to write for Hollywood. You could independently write your own stuff and publish, but I mean, I well, think they but, ought to get a fair share too. It's like take as much money as you can get. If somebody's gonna, mm-hmm. I mean, fight for everything you can get for. I mean, I don't think it's being greedy. I think it's being, you know, if you feel that your work is is worth that compensation wise as far as money, go for it. I mean, well, I and it that. and it affects the the people writers who get hired. So you know, some some say some show that you some property that you that you really love. Uh, like I, I I can't say that this happened with this fran. Well, I'll just I'll just not pick a certain franchise. But say there's a franchise you really love, and they're getting ready, and there's there uh, there's a lot of established lore and story, and they bring on writers. They're more likely to bring on writers who are going to want to work for less than than maybe quality writers who want to be paid fairly and that negatively impacts the franchise that you love and and i and i feel like that's kind of that there's that's uh, been a possibility for several franchises over the last 20 years and uh it's it's, it's the you, we have to change everything and have to change however how that's why this is this is another reason why this strike is so important Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I said, I, I at this point, I, I just, I, I'm just amazed that that hasn't been worked out. At this point, I, I just like, what is going on? Why has this not been worked out? I, I don't understand it, but you know what? It's, it's fine. Um, the, I guess it'll get worked out at some point. I haven't heard much as far as talks about it. I mean, they, nobody's really said a whole, whole lot about like, oh. are they negotiating? Where are they at? Are they stuck? I mean, is it going to get resolved anytime soon? I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention. Well, thinking of it this way, Sean Astin, who uh, for Fellowship of the Ring specifically, he and he was an established actor, but whenever he was cast as Samwise Gamgee mm-hmm. for Fellowship of the Ring, he only made one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars flat for his role for Samwise Gamgee, and he gets wow. no residuals at all. Oof. Like. That's crazy, and that was twenty something years ago. Well, man, I, I would tell you right now, um, you need to find his agent and beat his ass because <laughs> seriously, blame I mean, blame the agent, yeah. Well, I'm well. I, I thought that was the whole point of an agent, right? I thought that was the whole yeah. point of thing in sports. I, I thought that the agent was supposed to, for good or for bad, they're supposed to help negotiate so that way you don't get in situations like that where you get basically bent over the barrel. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I mean, shame on the shame on his agent if he had one to let him get worked into something like that and not get any residuals. And the problem is, well, but you don't know. They might have said, "Hey, look, if you don't take this deal, you're not going to be on the movie." Right. Well, yeah. and, and apparently, uh, Orlando Bloom had a similar had a similar deal with Fellowship, but he later on he has said how basically that role launched his career. So it kind of became it led him into other roles he wasn't going to have the opportunity to have. But like, I mean, shoot, even some people who are established, like, it's just, it's it's kind of it just strikes me as kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I and I agree with it. I don't mind waiting an extra. T- and here's the thing: I'm not a big TV watcher anyway. So if, if things say, I mean, besides, even when the writers weren't on strike, these shows say, okay, we'll have a new season. It'll be out in 36 months. I'm like, whatever happened at regular TV shows that the next season would be, you know, you'd have the, you know, sweeps week, right? And then you get to the fall. Se- and then that was it. It was every year you knew that the, the new shows are coming. I'll tell you right now what, what has happened is now that we're not on these yearly based um, shows like they were for network shows, 
no offense, but th- these these eighteen to twenty four month turnaround schedules for an eight season episode season is horseshit. That's weird. yes. I'm sorry, you can't yeah. you can't there justify that this thing takes twenty four months to film eight shows when they can go start a movie, get a script, go on scene, go record it. it could be in, on, on location in another part of the world and have that thing delivered within a year and a half. Well, when the and Star Wars. St- the Star Wars streaming stuff is so bad about that too, because not only is, are you getting like eight episodes, but some of the episodes are less than forty minutes long. Right. And I, I, that's I, I horse crap. Right. I just can't justify <laughs> that. I'm sorry. I mean, if I mean, I'm okay with. Hey, I'm okay with, you know, a year, maybe eighteen months, but some of these shows are like it's like two and a half years between. The new season, and then you get eight shows, and they're like mm-hmm. at an hour, fifty-eight minutes, and that's it. See you. In, see you. You're in the show hole for another two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, okay. at least we're moving away now from Battlestar did the Battlestar Galactica did this did this with this final season, and The Walking Dead apparently did this a lot. Was they'd have like they'd they'd have their half of a season, and then they'd have a big giant hiatus, and then they'd then they'd have the other half after this long hiatus and they basically treat them marketing wise, like they're separate seasons, even though they're not. And it was very much a, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was basically a, uh, have your cake and eat it too sort of situation yeah. that they were, they were doing. And it was just gross. I don't know the answer to this question. So I don't know our international production scene in the U S although I guess, I, I guess is the writers just domestically in the U S I'm assuming that they're just a mayor, you know, people that are part of the the writers guild. I'm assuming that's who's involved in this, right? I don't know if this involves international actors and or international writers writing for US-based shows and vice versa. I don't know. That's a good question though. Certainly like, opens a can of worms, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's say you're you're a, a British or an Australian writer team and you're writing for an American show. Are you affected by this? I, I would guess you would be because remember it's just like any other strike, right? You have a union, right? There's writers and you don't want to cross a picket line, right? You don't want to be writing, you want to honor the strike. So I'm sure if they had Australian or, or foreign-based writers and they were working on an American show that was under a writer's strike, I wouldn't write for it. I just nah. like, sorry, I'm not doing that. It's basically it's like crossing a picket line. I just I just don't. Yeah, I, I think that's big. It's scabbing. I'm not into that. I'm sorry. I get I, again, and I'm not a big union guy. I mean, I worked in one for years, so I, don't get me wrong. But I'm sorry, but I think that's kind of horseshit. If if people are trying to negotiate a contract for work related, right. Either wages or benefits or whatever with the company. And they're, they're in a union based system that you should not sub, you know, sabotage that by basically scabbing. I think you're a shitty person. If you do it, I get, there's other ways to make a dollar. Don't give me like, I have to work this job. I have to scab. Cause I got, no, you don't. There's, there's other right. ways to make money in this country. You just don't have to do that. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a big fan of scabbing. I think that's kind of wrong basically. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my, my two cents. That's, that's a heavy topic. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't. I just haven't heard much about like any negotiations on that strike. I, I haven't heard anything about it. So I don't know if they're basically both sides are like, well, piss up a rope. Don't write. And they're like, okay, well, we won't make sure. Okay, well, see you later. I don't. I don't well, think they've even talked about it really. Yeah, this is what happens when you have of uh, uh, rightfully righteously angry uh, people coming up against enor- like uh, embedded enormous assholes, essentially. And and it's just, you know, it's too. Who, it's it, right now. It just it seems like a game of attrition. Oh yeah, well, of course. Two more. Is it more uh, two cents? Actually, a detail. It's more like drachma. Old. 
Greek. Yeah. Sparta. I was I wrote on Troy. Troy. Me and me, me and the Helen and Troy were like BFFs forever. We were, we were cool back in the day. I'm just kidding. You guys seen the new um, Black Mirror? Mm-mm. No. I've only um, I've only ever watched the one episode, which is the USS Callister episode, and that one okay. was that one was the Star Trek one. But yeah. I, I can't watch Black Mirror now because it's too it's too real. I'm just like it, I'm yeah. just like oh no, we're like five years away from <laughs> it, this. <laughs> it does get a bit too real at times, um, but check it. Uh, definitely watch it all. I really like it. I've heard good things about it. There's another one I like. How, how can you have a series? How can you have a, a season or a se- that's only oh, it's like three episodes? So okay, is this this is Black Mirror, right? British and Black Tyler. Mirror. Yeah, they're all in individual um, stories, though. You yeah, can watch episode explore yeah. the genres. Must sit in a near future. Yeah. Experience. Okay, good. I got you. Okay, yeah. Um, where can I watch this at? I, Netflix. Okay. And the other one to check out is Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, that one's good. That one's good. I watched a little bit of that one. The animated uh, stuff. Yeah. Mm, the, uh, what was it? The a show that I've started watching. It's it's long over. And and it's and it's a guilty pleasure because it's a really fun to kind of watch because they the, the actors take it very like the characters take it very seriously but the show doesn't is um um oh, uh, uh, supernatural uh, it's like it was it's 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 so silly it's it's all it was filmed in Toronto and it was a CW show um, but it is hysterical. Uh, like they had an episode where they went to some re- and they're like ghost hunters, you know, sort of stuff and hunting demons. But but like there's an episode where they went to some re- alternate reality where it's the show production, um. and so yeah, and so there's all this little stuff and like like one of the actors married one of the one of the co-stars from another season, and so she shows up as herself, and it's like it's it doesn't take itself super seriously but gosh it's it's fun it's fun cheese and it's it's some fun limburger cheese at it ran times. for 15 years yeah yeah it did yeah. well and one of the guys it was uh is it jensen eccles uh, plays a uh, soldier boy and the boys uh yeah 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 the only other the only show that what becky and i are watching right now that we watch is uh foundation on apple tv it's pretty good mm. i i like it and this is an Isaac Asimov uh, book, but I, yeah, I, I, I think it's cool. It's an interesting. I, I don't always get it 100 percent of the time. I can't always put things together. Sometimes they make don't make a lot of sense. But I mean, it's a pretty good show. I, I, I like it. So that's the only show we're watching right now until we're until that's expired. We're already like probably halfway through it, whatever, and then we'll go into another show hole and have to find something. And the other one I saw was um, oh darn it, uh, I can't think of the name of it now. It's right on blank. It's got Rufus Sewell and uh. It's the I want to say it's the diplomat, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's what it's called. Um, diplomat rings uh, a bell. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's it's called the diplomat. It's uh, she basically becomes the uh, U.S. ambassador to the U.K. and it's pretty tripped out because she's like you know doesn't she's a very uh, she's like a case officer. She's a former military person, so she's basically um, I know it kind of it, it gives me a whole uh, House of Cards kind of vibe to it, but it's a lot. I, I don't think it's as, it's not as dark. This house of cards winds up being that people aren't just getting killed left and right all of a sudden. Um, uh, yeah. it, it's it's pretty good. It's got Kerry Russell in it and Rufus Sewell, who is honestly is one of my favorite actors of all time. I love. Yeah, him. he's he's good. I just yeah. think he's fantastic. Um, when he's in, he was also when he was in the Man in the High Castle the first time I ever saw him. And I was like, oh, it's really that's a really great. That's another. About a, that's a good show with a not super great ending because they needed to have they need the last season should have been two seasons, right? But they but they had to compress it, and so but. 
That was a great show. And I loved the fact that at the end of the production, they took all the Nazi iconography and burned it so it would not be available to anyone after in the post market. Yeah. Like I respect them so much for that. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. So I, I, I really got a good kick out of it. And no, not Soldier Boy. God almighty. <laughs> DT is in rare form today. He must be uh, with all that lemon and ginger tea got him all jammed. And he's all well. We were off last week, so I think. What else is in his tea? That's right. what we're gonna I, ask. I know, who knows? I mean, he might have some little, <laughs> little extra flaky stuff in his tea. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he, we were off last week, so I think DT was just kind of like he's all pent up. And he was he was waiting to to contribute, so he's contributing. But, uh, no, not Soldier Boy. Although that would be interesting. That would be uh, that that would that would be a different take. That yeah, that would yeah. definitely take the show in a different direction. Right, absolutely, <laughs> definitely, definitely a different different course. Yeah, soldier, soldier boy, not soldier boy, but eh, it's close. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever, it's fine. Same well, thing. Well, well, we're at one hour four minutes, so we have gone too quick. Well, it always does. Mm-hmm. Whenever we have Andrew on, we talk about game, we talk about shows and TV and and stuff like that. So it just it's it's how it always goes. Every show that we have Andrew on, it always takes well. Time. Quantity of speech is not something I struggle to attain, so you know. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's good for a podcast, though. You're light company with our show because we we definitely uh, do all that. So yeah, it's always it's always a lot of fun because we get to talk about stuff like that. Well, we get again have you on. We'll talk more about because I know she said you're in Kansas City now. So like, kind of how that was going and how you're liking the city. Because to be fair, not a big Kansas City fan. Just oh yeah, it's it's okay. It's not bad. I. It's I there's there's a lot more other places I've been city wise that just kind of work and Kansas mm. City just does not work for me. I don't know what it is about the city. People are fine, getting around's easy enough. I just eh, I don't know. It's just eh, it's meh. Kansas City to me is meh. Yeah, and it, it's it's kind of like I have kind of a bias for Kansas City because I have so much family up there. Yeah. So it's like I'm a little more familiar with it than I am with the St. Louis area. So it's like it it's kind of different. Like there's the one thing I will say with the St. Louis side, there's a lot of uh, uh, older buildings that are, you know, like the red brick sort of stuff. But there's also a lot of that stuff out here too. So it's it's real interesting uh, just to see the difference between the two the two major cities in Missouri. Well, yeah, and also remember, you know, the, the St. Louis is more of a French colonial kind mm-hmm. of riverside. The piano you know, chateaus and they had all that, you know, Mississippi River. So they got the stuff from New Orleans, and you don't get that in Kansas City because there's not, you know, you have the Missouri River, but it's not the same kind of situation. So right. Um, it was pretty interesting, but yeah, I mean, and I don't, and I, and everybody talks it up too. Well, it's a St. Louis, Kansas City rivalry. I'm like, no, it's not that because there's other places. I just, I don't know. It's something about, I've been there a couple times and it's, it's, it's okay. It's not a bad, I, I just, yeah. No. Um, and I can't stand cheese fans. Sorry. <laughs> I just can't. And then, you know what? And then real quick, real quick aside, they kind of remind me of Cowboys fans. At least Cowboys fans haven't won anything in since the mid nineties. So I can understand why, but look, look, Chiefs fans. I love you to death, but really, it's ten years ago, you guys sucked. Okay. Hey. Not, not, not kind of. Not, not not we're like eight and eight sucked. I'm talking like three and twelve sucked. You guys were bad. And the reason why I know that is because my buddy growing up, childhood wise, was a Kansas City Chiefs fan even as a kid in the eighties and nineties. And the Chiefs were awful. They were terrible. Well, um, the the, so- the you know the Kansas City was primed for that because the Royals were terrible for so long. Yeah. They won and they still mostly and- are. They still are, but I'm like I said, but I I get it, and you know enjoy enjoy the team, enjoy the fun, but let, let's let's not kid yourself. You you take Patrick Mahomes off that team, Kansas City Chiefs are nine and seven, maybe ish. Yeah, 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 because he's incredible. Agree. Sorry, uh, he's that guy's stupid. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks, even in my forty. 
48 years. And I'm telling you right now, man, something's wrong with that dude. He's just, that's not even fair. Some of the shit he pulls off in these games is like, what's... I'm a shark fan. It's all about the cheerleaders. Yeah, absolutely. Dallas Cowgirls, whatever. I just... <laughs> Steve DeBerg. Oh my God. Yeah. Old school, right? Yeah. Joe Montana for a while in Kansas city. He even Joe Montana, older Joe Montana couldn't even make them good. But yeah, Steve DeBerg. Holy shit. That's an old school name right there, man. Yeah, I forgot about Steve Berg. Anyway, yeah. So, and I know uh, Sh- Sean's in here somewhere, so I know he's a big Giants fan. So hopefully, G may have a good season. Although Jets are going to be pretty good this year, I think the Jets are actually going to be pretty solid. Um, Bears, I don't know, man. I I, I want to get excited, but I know they're going to let me down because they always do. So that's another show for another day. So we always love handing it Andrew on. Guys, so Andrew, yeah, thank Andrew, you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, because you want different football. This is the American. Yeah, run football. <laughs> And we're like, football it's, versus football. It's starting. Yeah. It's starting here. You know, of course, very much to my wife's very much dismay. Uh, NFL season starting pretty soon. She's really kind of upset about it. She hates NFL football season. Does she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. College football is where it's at. Yeah, college football is fun. She tolerates that, but I don't watch a lot of it. But yeah, NFL. She. Yeah. Does she like proper football? Um. Yeah, kind of. I don't think she sitting through a match would probably. She'd have to have some stuff explained to her and just. You know, I think she would understand the basis of it. I, I don't. Mm. I don't. We were going to go to a single city match, and I just we never got around to doing it this but year. So. Need to do it. The state of Missouri is definitely starting to become a soccer state, though, or football, oh, Louis, depending. St. Louis, Louis has always been a huge football, not only you know for for sport. I mean, St. Louis area has been really huge into soccer and football. You know, foot, football. It's always been that way. I mean, it's 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 actually a surprise it took us this long to get an MLS team, considering how St. Louis has really been a real really heavy soccer city in the united states it's been really really popular here in the in the st louis area so i don't know why but uh yeah doing well so we'll see but uh we'll, we'll have to have you back on again soon andrew not not yeah. so much of a gap this time maybe we'll get you on a little earlier we'll have more chats about all this stuff we'll talk about yeah and all that kind of stuff and you know the typical new mad tech project lore so uh and well that'll be it. joe anything else man Let's go yeah go, just go. quickly or um fold five yeah. you're gonna skin that shit i'm gonna skin my shit i gotta actually order that up um Although I don't know what I'm gonna do because I've got this. I don't. I don't know how to get. Uh, I don't know how to. Yeah, it's gonna suck. I guess it's not I gonna can... work. No, well, that's the not. thing with with this uh, Xperia with the textured back. I'm not sure I want to skin that. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah, I definitely will be. And I well, at least for the the, t- the 10 Pro, maybe I can do that for sure. So I, I definitely got to reach out to the folks and uh, over extremeskins.co.uk. Check them out. Um, our buddy Rod, uh, Roddy Merritt from the other show, from the TNT podcast. He just got the the blue one. I can't remember the name of it. The blue, uh, the new one. It's like a. Oh, um, the. Yeah. Yeah. Abstract. I think it's the abstract. God, don't do that. It makes my. Oh, God. It feels like my. That texture's so good. God, stop it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know I'm doing it more because you said stop it. <laughs> yeah, care, careful here. We could we could get two mics. You could get uh, you stereo stereo action on that. Go, go do it now, Joe. Go do it now. Ah, yeah, sucks, huh? Uh, just turning off. That's uh, okay. Do it again. We'll just yeah. Okay, I'm just kidding. So uh, but... yes. <laughs> okay, next week the show will be by myself. I'll just be streaming solo because George is gonna. Eh. Anyway. So uh, yeah, and uh, and yeah, sure I did, and I'll probably talk a little bit more because that'll give me almost a month with it, and I'll uh, talk about things I like, things I don't like, and that kind of stuff. So it'll be good. So anyway, we appreciate it. And then Matt, always late, always great. 
purpose of gaming, go check out his channel. He does all the streaming stuff and Call of Duty <laughs> kills people for a living. Not really. <laughs> kills people for a living. Yeah, it's all good, man. So, <laughs> so appreciate it. Yeah, ASMR. Yeah, that's fine. Well, not for me, Peter. Nah, I don't want to do it. Anyway, so that's it. It's been a good show. Arsenal, it's been a great Arsenal show. Win. Yeah, Arsenal mm-hmm. wins. We got Andrew on. It's a great day, right? Enjoy your stuff. Watch our uh, watch our YouTube channel. Skin your shit. Extreme Skin's got a code at UK. Purposely Pixel YouTube channel. Again, dust Andrew, off them board games. And then and no adult board games. <laughs> Just saying, not the adult that could do about that. Maybe some shoots and ladders. Maybe life Monopoly stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe Battleship. That's if that if that does for you. <laughs> Old school. All right, man, for us, for Joe, for Andrew, thanks for coming to the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe on this awesome day. Enjoy your tech. Have fun. We will see you next Sunday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Thanks for stopping by, all the people in the chat, and uh, check us out. We love you guys. And tell your friends about it. All of them. Just let them know we're here. And, you know, hopefully, like I said, at the end of the day, we'll we'll have some more guests on. We'll do some right stuff. And uh, we got to think about a season. At some point, we got to switch seasons. I don't know when we're going to do that. We got to get a TK on uh-huh. and that kind of thing. We don't know. Clearly, we're not in exactly a very professional show. Here, so we'll figure it out later. Anyways, for myself, for Joe, for Andrew, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you guys. Love your faces. See you next week. And remember, be excellent to each other. Enjoy your tech, and we'll catch you next Sunday. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.